Hello ladies, it is Tuesday and I really wanted to do a little podcast episode on taking extreme ownership. Um, So the idea of extreme ownership, it actually comes from that author, kind of hardcore army Navy SEAL guy, Jocko. He wrote a book, um, Disciplines Freedom. He also wrote another book, Extreme Ownership. Um, So if you do have an interest in this topic, it is a very powerful topic. And when you actually have the right mindset about taking extreme ownership, it actually can change your life um, in all lots of aspects in your career, um, relationships, and obviously most importantly, um, the goals you set for your own body composition. So if you could like defining extreme ownership is, you know, what you see, like taking ownership over what you oversee, but to an extreme point, not so much in a bad way. Like taking extreme ownership of your life is so important. So, you know, you waking up in the morning saying like, this is what I'm doing day to day. Um, You are like, you know, I am responsible for what I do day to day. Um, So for example, like your self-care, you are, you know, a hundred percent responsible for how your self-care goes. Right. And a lot of us, you know, I talked to a lot of you girls about what that self-care looks like, right? Some Sometimes when things are busy, preparing lunch, that's a self-care move, right? Um, or family. If something is going wrong in your family, um, you can take extreme ownership for maybe some mistakes that you made or you're responsible to make a difference in that to a certain point, right? Depending on the situation. But taking extreme ownership can be a really empowering feeling. Um, so for example, like when, you know, when leaders are in charge, they get what they create um, and what they tolerate, right? So you are the a leader in your own life. So you create your own life and you also receive back what you tolerate. Um, so when you look at your life, your habits, your finances, your career, your relationships, we are the way we are because we initiated something or we allowed ourselves to do something. So, you know, I initiated this or I allowed this, right? So instead of saying, you know, I had a really good week. I had a really awesome week. Change change the the vocabulary there. You didn't have a good week. It wasn't a random thing. You created a good week. It's all about what you create, right? So if you could kind of look at extreme ownership and separate it into three things, right? So one, it's all about taking responsibility. Two, defining your own personal standards and questioning yourself like, am I living up to my standards? Three, redirecting credit to yourself and to other people in your life that are helping you live the life that you want to live. So when you start embracing these extreme ownership, um, it can really change the way we think. So kind of going over the first one, taking responsibility, when we oversee something or we're responsible for something, um, it is so damn easy to blame others, right? It's easy to go, well, I didn't, you know, that was you. I am this way. This is this the way. This is the way in my life because of you, um, and it's called blame shifting, actually. So, and it is so damn easy to blame others. Um, and when you don't feel extreme ownership or something is, you know, easy to shift onto others, um, then that's that's not feeling extreme ownership, right? So when you, when you're not when you're putting the blame onto others for something that's going happening in your life, that is the opposite of taking extreme ownership. We can't control what other people do. We can't control other people's actions. All we can do is accept responsibility for what has happened in our life, no matter whose fault it is, right? Because it doesn't matter whose fault it is. You're in charge of making the change and creating something new, um, initiating something, engaging in something. Um, And, you know, 
accepting responsibility and not finding an excuse. Um, for example, I'm in this situation because of this person. Um, no, I am responsible for where I am in my life. And if we relate that back to kind of like your body composition goals, um, you know, you, you all do an awesome job of taking extreme ownership. Um, and sometimes when things aren't flowing a certain way, um, you know, you know, and you admit in your check-ins, that's why I love the check-ins because it is a really awesome way to take extreme ownership. Um, and it's like, nope, I'm responsible for where I am in my life and I'm not going to point the blame. Right. So it's like, I created that for myself. So you know, and when you think of that, when you have the power to make it good, you also like when you have the power, if you think you have the power to make it bad, um, taking by taking extreme ownership, no matter if the situation is good or bad, then you also have the power to make it good. Right. So like when things go bad, our knee jerk reaction is to look out the window and not looking in the mirror. Right. So if you take that analogy, looking in the mirror is taking extreme ownership, looking back at the person like, okay, I'm responsible for this, where looking out the window is looking for other someone else to blame. Um, and and it's easy, you know, like gaslighters or people that are just making excuses. Like they're not the people that are going to look in the mirror. They're going to look out the window. Um, because again, it's uncomfortable to feel like it's your fault. No one wants to feel like it's your own fault. Right. Um, but when we do that, when we actually take that power back, whether it's good or bad, no matter what the situation is, it's that actually builds confidence when you're not blaming other people because it takes bravery um, to take extreme ownership. And it's scary as hell to, to do that when we know our actions aren't in line with our goal, right? So, and we tend to be adverse to people who make excuses, right? So if we take dating, for example, right? A guy, oh, like, you know, I just not the right time to date. It's like, no, that sounds like an excuse. Just be honest with yourself, right? Maybe he's just not that into me. Maybe he has commitment problems. I'm not in control of that. That's not our responsibility to take that on. Um, that's his, he needs to take extreme ownership. What? How can I take extreme ownership in this situation? Well, I can just move on from that, right? I created that, I, I engaged in that relationship. That's on me too, you know, maybe for not looking at certain red flags. And that's just an example. Or, you know, week after week, someone's not hitting their nutrition. It's like, you know, oh, well, it was this, it was, you know, it was this was going on. It's like, cool. But take extreme ownership of that, right? There's, there's excuses are just words that are kind of stopping you from achieving a certain goal that you want, um, right? Because we always want to make sure that we're feeling like we're enjoying our lifestyle and we're enjoying the process, right? And I'm not on here to make you feel guilty or anything, but you know, it's it's really easy to look out the window when we look at our goals, and you know, it's kind of like a yes or no. Did we tick these boxes? Um, and that's that's what the check-in process is there for as well, to, for so that you have the chance to take extreme ownership, right? Um, and and I think that when people go, you know, hey, I'm sorry that went wrong. I dropped the ball. It won't happen again. That's that's that someone seeing the problem and ready, being ready to take to make the change, right? It's not about just consistently. Um, making the wrong choice or consistently making the same excuse. It's like, you know what? That happened. I have complete control because I'm taking extreme ownership. Um, kind of like going to a restaurant, right? Not every restaurant I go to is perfect, right? Sometimes the food takes a long time. Um, but when you have the manager or someone go, hey, you know what? Thanks so much for your patience. Um, you know, we're still kind of getting our kitchen um, organized. I will go back. I'll say, you know what? The food was awesome. They gave me a free meal or whatever. They they took care of it. They took extreme ownership. That's how you gain respect from others. And that's how you gain respect for yourself as well. And until that we can accept responsibility, nothing will change, right? We have the power to make really good change. But if you don't accept responsibility, 
nothing is going to change. Um, kind of that second part, which is defining your standards. I think so often people are not performing at the level that they want to because, you know, they're just like, you know, why, you know, I haven't set the standards. So why aren't, why am I not committed? Well, and why are, what, you know, why am I not living up to my standard? Well, have you actually sat down and defined the standard that you want for yourself? Have you written it down in detail? Have you looked at the vision that you want to have for yourself? Every aspect, every detail, making mental movies in your mind about what your standards actually are, right? Because it's when it comes to standards, it's actually not what you preach. It's about what you tolerate. Um, and you need to address your standards when you drop the ball and really think about why you didn't hold that line that you literally drew for yourself, right? Because we create our own values. We create our own standards. Um, and, and creating your own standards can do a couple things for you. One, clarify to you what you expect of yourself and two, your why. Why are you doing what you do? Um, and when you clarify the why, you realize your purpose is much bigger than you know that that short term gratification situation that you know maybe you made that choice or you know you you made that quick short term gratification choice to just sit on the couch instead of going for a walk at night. Um, and then when you kind of think about it, you know that long term gratification, it's like why did I make that choice? Um, and that's just because you're not clear on what your standards are. Um, like, and I, I can remind you of your why, right? Like, you know, that is what, that's what the check-ins are for. That's what I'm here for. It is so easy sometimes when we have so much going on, we can feel so spread out and it's natural to sometimes forget our why, but you should be asking that question to yourself, you know, every day, if you want to, what is your why, right? What is your perfect day and how can you live that out? Um, and, and that can really help bring you back to your why, um, and if we get to the why, right, we, we won't know the what and what to do and this, the actions we need to take if we don't know the why and what we're doing, um, like why we're doing what we're doing. So, you know, what, like what you need to do to make your why come to light, that's the what. And that comes second. Because if you're not committed to your goals and you don't know your why, or you don't know why you're not showing up or you're not showing up, then everything in your life will also be at that standard. Even relationships, it's like this mirror effect, right? We we accept the love we think we deserve. That's actually from a book I'm currently reading right now. Um, it's a, it's a fiction book, and it is it's the um, the perks of being a wallflower. It is a fantastic book, but it really is. We we do accept the love, we accept the respect that we think that we deserve. So you need to be very clear on what your standards are. Um, and the actions are going to show what you truly value, right? Not not just your words, but defining your standards so that you can hold an ability to move forward with those standards and and live up to those standards every day. Um, and you know the last part of like you know the credit, like redirecting credit to yourself and to the others. I think the first part is again kind of going back to that. You created the life that you have right now. Every single decision brought you to this. It wasn't Sally from down the street. It wasn't, you know, Joe from, you know, wherever. It was you. You were the one who, every single decision you make, that's you creating your life. So that is taking extreme ownership, right? So give yourself freaking credit for that. At the same time, you know, showing gratitude for the people around you, your support system, redirecting that credit sometimes is a really nice way to appreciate the people around you and a really awesome way to live out extreme ownership, right? Taking responsibility, but then also giving back credit to the your support system around you, right? Because it takes a team to win. Um, of course, it's, you know, you are the priority and your needs are no less important than other people's. Um, 
but you know, we all have a team. We all have a support system and a team, and it can be as small as one to two other people or, you know, as large as, as you can think of, right? As long as those people are truly your teammates um, in life, in friendship, in relationships, in romantic relationships, all of that, right? Um, and I think, you know, you can give you can give back to those people because giving back to those people and encouraging others, right? Appreciation, recognition, encouragement, that can actually create such an encouraging environment for you. When you're giving off that encouraging you know, vibration and that, that you're setting the standards for yourself, other people level up around you. Um, other people will see that you're setting those standards for yourself and it's, it's cool to set standards for yourself. Right. Um, I think a really cool kind of like takeaway from something like this, a really practical way to just start, you know, creating that type of environment for yourself so that you can live up to the standards you want is just speaking so damn highly of yourself. Um, you know, how many times has this happened? I mean, you know, you're on your period or you're feeling bloated or, you know, you're just not feeling your leanest, best self and you catch yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh gosh, you know, I, I, I didn't ever, why do I look this way? And it's like, hold on a second. That's negative, right? Catch yourself, call yourself out, take extreme ownership, look in the mirror and say, what is going right right now? Like, okay, I'm in a, you know, for example, someone's in a lean building phase. It's like, well, who needs abs when you have glutes the size of the moon? And that's something to be so proud of because you know that you have the system and the tools to get, you know, to the leanest state that you want to be in, in obviously a very healthy way. But you need to ask yourself, well, what is going right? Celebrate the amazing things that are happening because your journey, there's no such thing as setbacks. And I've said that before, right? It's always leading you towards where you're supposed to be. And that positive self-talk, I cannot... I can't, you know, talk enough about how that is going to have this ripple effect on you. Um, even though sometimes it can feel really uncomfortable, really, really odd to kind of be that way. But, you know, next time you catch yourself in the mirror, flip over automatically to the, to the things you love about yourself in the mirror. Um, and then all of a sudden you'll have this new light on, on, you know, your standards, who you are and, you know, again, just living up to the standards, taking extreme ownership, um, and being the badass that you know that you are. So I hope that this was really helpful for all of you. If you guys have any comments or questions for me about this topic, I would love to hear them. I hope everyone has a freaking amazing week. Um, and you'll hear from me soon. Bye ladies.